You're listening to the Cobras and Fire Podcast Network. Today we discuss trolls, Vince Neal at a water park, and rock stars that are a little too sensitive to critical thought. Do I even know you, bro? Welcome to Cobras and Fire. My name is Baco, and I am joined by the glamping, or just got done glamping, Luce Cannon. Uh, Luce, how are you today? So am I your co-host, or are you my co-host? You know, I, 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 get, I get lost in the math on this, but I'm pretty sure I'm the co-host to the host. Yeah, I mean, it is a first come and then second thing. I mean, I have to be Ed McMahon, I think. I don't know. I think we're both hosts. I mean, I, I just... <laughs> Uh, you know, this is this is the first one we've done. Uh, you know, we've done a few episodes solo the last few, right? Our, our epic, groundbreaking two episodes in the same day for for Christmas in July. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for our annual Christmas in July thing mm-hmm. we do. <laughs> this time, this time. <laughs> yeah, it was cool, wasn't it? Like two uh, kiss related episodes, but we did them solo, like our own solo episodes, and we released them at the same day. Never been done before. Nope. Probably won't, and it sounds like we uh, only half of our listens were actual listens. Most of them got returned. <laughs> but, but, but with that said, I, I do I do have before we go into everything, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I, I just have a few things to say because I think we've had a little uh, disconnect lately. If I may, yes. All right. Yeah, I kind of had a feeling this. Was okay, and I'm not sure if you noticed, but did you notice my tone on my solo episode was a little angry? Yeah, but I mean, you're you really are about ninety percent angry all the time. Okay, you read all my texts and messages in an angry voice, and you're no. Head. But I, I just want to. I'm going to. I'm going to. Just like I was talking about the whole Cobras and 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 fire. Yeah, you were a little more yeah, amped but, up. But but again, I was going through a little bit about the whole Cobras and Fire Factory, how things are, you know, the, how the sausage is made. I just want to kind of elaborate on that for our listeners to. to to let you know, because <laughs> Baco basically he came he came up with this idea. I actually came up with a little more structure with it. But the, all we had, just so you know, out there, everybody listening, is that it was just in. We were talking about. We never signed any contract. We're going to do this, and then that same day, you're like done, edited, do yours. <laughs> I told you I was doing that though. That goes back to to. to... Like the communication is seems to be one way, you know. I mean, it's like I tell you what I'm doing, and then you're surprised that I did. Well, yeah, that that part's true. And then you just like, uh, oh, by the way, I recorded seven episodes with other people, and uh, I uh, we're releasing them right now. Oh, and and you already know this because you saw it, and I didn't tell you. My name is Luce Cannon. Yes, but I'll go into this more, and that is that that you gave it to me. You had, you had some a really cool thing that you uh, were part of in Vegas. Um, that you had a really busy weekend. You, 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 mm-hmm. you came back, um, and then you instantly said, "Like, hey, this has to be done because Christmas is almost over. August first, Christmas in July. Kismas, yeah, Christmas in July. Yeah. By the time you, you better get your episode done because Christmas is going to be over. Which to me, it comes back to me and go, do you understand? <laughs> this is not an important thing. Christmas is not an actual thing. It's a thing in concept. I don't think people are going to be like, fuck this. These guys put it out on August second. It's not Christmas anymore." I'm not going to listen to this episode. I, I'm going to stand by it. It was important. Important to who? 
just you know symmetry. Do you think that any, any it was important to symmetry. Do you think any of this that we do is actually important? <laughs> well, if you listen to my last episode, it comes before family in my house. <laughs> I know. It's like I think it went like it's cobras and fire, uh, porn, <laughs> uh, the uh, the voice, uh, the. <laughs> Oh, yeah, like a list of things, and then family. Uh, I love my family. Uh-huh. Fortunately, uh, they've uh, grown up and left. <laughs> they have, yes, and I'm, I'm in the it's, middle of it. Yeah, it's just me and the wife. It's perfect. Good God, but yeah, I mean, just so that's that's how it goes. One person says, and you gotta get the. So yeah, that's my first homework assignment as a podcaster. So thanks a lot. I appreciate that. All right. Well, aside from complaining about recording a podcast, which frankly is for a show that you started uh what else has been going on in your life there loose oh so much so much we have to catch up on and right now exactly it is 11 30 a.m on sunday august 6th hold on it's 12 30 dude we're in different time zones Mm, I don't think that makes any sense to anybody. Yeah, anyway, so, yeah, it's been okay. very busy lately, and the wife is out of town right now, uh, family stuff in Florida, and I have been left... Florida. Florida and I have been left behind, uh, you know, left by myself with two children, four, age four and seven, and I have just got back from a camping trip um, last, last night doing that solo with, with two... Uh, lovely children they're fucking maniacs Baco. um they 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 are they're crazy unhinged well i met one of them and she was out of control the entire time <laughs> so 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 and then she throws up and then just keeps playing <laughs> what did she do that yeah something like I that i don't even remember that part that's what they, i think yeah while we were uh doing the the the, the podcast uh they went to the park i thought amy said she puked or I something just, or she fall down and I'm hurt sure herself. I'm sure she just keeps going. Yeah, some kid related yeah, crap. Exactly, family, <laughs> fucking family. But so, so the, yeah. the whole podcast, then mm-hmm. family. So the, <laughs> the thing is, is I have taken your advice and I am putting the podcast above family right now. And and I have told my children, thank you, thank you. I have told my children that if I, I, I have I, I have done the, the parental <laughs> move, I have been super dad. I took them camping. Ice cream. Did this. I even set up a, a, a tent in the backyard for the next couple of days. We're going to do a, everything like that. And, and and all this stuff. And I have told them, right now, I am doing something important. I am doing Cobras and Fire. I go, if you walk inside my office, which they have done at times, haven't they? Mm-hmm. I will – that that is – you were signing a contract that I will send, send over that says, Daddy no longer loves you. You're going to hear that. You're going to hear that. <laughs> and he goes, I have used all my love right now for you. Yeah. So if that happens, you're going to have the pleasure of me telling my, saying you have made it because I'm a I'm a parent that gives choices. I say if this, then that. I don't force them to do stuff. I say make a good choice. So if they come in here, they are no longer if this, then yes. that. So if they come in here, they are no longer going to be loved by me, and you will hear that on air. So look forward to that. <laughs> what do you think? Tell the truth. How much Ambien did you give them? <laughs> They're being babysitted by Alec Baldwin in the form of Boss Baby right now. That, that movie. Oh, right. So they're just watching that, but they better not walk in here. So, my God, I need this outlet, though. This just I don't love you anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Daddy! Santa is not it's real. It would be awesome. But, yeah, man, so so let's catch up. What's going on? Oh, man, all sorts of crazy stuff. I don't know. 
I know you went to see Guns N' Roses. We should talk about that a little bit because uh, they're you know they played here just a couple nights before that. I did not go. Yeah, uh, yeah. No, we could talk about that. Um, I saw Tesla. I saw. I almost saw. And this kind of going to what we're going to talk about next. I almost saw Vince Neil, as you know. <laughs> but, and, uh, and to, to recap, Vince Neil, uh, one of my buddies was in town. His name's Sheldon. He's from. Uh, Florida as well, and he was visiting, and, and I saw on the date, it just it's one of those things when people visit you, there's stuff that always happens, and then finally when people visit you, there's nothing happening, and and, and yeah, that was yeah. just one of these weekends. Well, one of the only things that was happening in town was that Vince Neil, our hero, one of our mm. biggest spot, our mascot, our ma- <laughs> one of our first sponsors, he... The Cherubic, I like to call him, the Cherubic Vince Neil. I can see Neil. that. Well, he, he was playing uh, a venue in Denver called Elitch Gardens, which is a water park. <laughs> so, so, so Vince Neal, so Vince, Vince Neal has gone from being, this way back up a little, he's, this is a, like, it's a water park, right? Like with water slides and yes. boogie board and yes, stuff. It's a hu- and well, where does he play? Like on the side of the pool? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. So listen, so they had this, anyway, oh, carry they had this on. concert series, uh, uh, that are basically they're free concerts with the, the with uh, admission. So just imagine any of your water your big water parks that that are in your town. It does have that. It has the whole the pool, the pool, the whole wave machine. It's got the huge twisty whatever's coming there. It's got the it's got definitely something he would like the lazy river, and everything like that. Where where you know go. Oh, he would. He would he would rule the lazy river. You could see him with like a, uh, some kind of like blue cocktail floating around with his big old gut just slapping. Oh there. yeah, you like, like, hey, I'll see you on stage at nine. <laughs> Doctor oh, Feelgood. Yeah. But uh, uh, well, are we? I guess we could hope he's wearing like an actual like nineteen twenties bodysuit or some kind of surfer thing, so he, you know we don't see him without a oh, shirt. What? You know he tours with uh, basically the slaughter band without slaughter, right? So yeah. we see. Oh, so Dana Strom would be there. Maybe by and... too. He'd be going by and <laughs> fucking uh, um... He steals somebody else's drink. And there's some guy that just keeps picking up anything that looks like a drumstick and acting crazy. Like, what's that guy's name? The, the crazy drummer? <laughs> Dana, uh, oh, what's his name? Uh, fuck, Laszlo right. or Zoltan. Zoltan. Uh, but hold on, Dana Strom's on the side of the pool bumming smokes off of some cougar. <laughs> And then some guy's just like doing like, oh, you want to come backstage and beat me? Hey, is it cool if I have one of these? Yeah, thanks. I just say that. And then he walks away with her beer. <laughs> you dumb bitch. <laughs> Who knew? Let me freshen this up for you. He never comes back. I just, just, just seeing the band just randomly through the day at different different areas, like uh, when you're going by and you just see. You just see Vince coming down. Well, what did, what did you, I, I texted you, full disclosure, we, we texted before this, and I said that I, there's no way that I would pay for that. I would not pay $40 because, first off, that means I'm, I'm saying, hey, buddy, that's from out of town, let's go to a water park together. Yeah. <laughs> we're just, let's bro down. Let's bro down and go down some slides all day and then wait until 9 o'clock where all these wicked water slide, bro. Like, can you see, like, yeah. I just want to see, like, the, the dad that is like, Hey, uh, family, let's go to Elish Gardens this weekend. And the, the wife is like, oh, this is so awesome. You're just all of a sudden you're just taking us to the water park. And you're like, let's, let's, just stay, let's just stay a little bit later. Let's just stay a little bit later. It's nine o'clock, Dad. We're done with the slides. All of a sudden, Dr. Fugan. You know, he's just, he, hold on. God, see? Uh, come on in. Here, you're going to see one of my children. 
Come on in. Come on in. What did I tell you about interrupting me? Um, I need to tell you something. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. I, I, I need my Lego. You know what this means. I, you know what this means. I need my Lego. You know, what it, you know what this means. That's it. I'm saying it. You're signing the contract right now. I told you. You've done it. Daddy no longer loves you. Now get out. <laughs> she knew. She had, she knew the consequences. I mean, when she's four years old, I right? had discussed it. We talked about it. We're moving on. So anyway, back to Vince Neil. More important things. You did the right thing. <laughs> I think I did. So, uh... Okay, back to Vince. Where did you say, honey? <laughs> Enough with the crying. God. Fucking kids. All right, so... To go back to this, so Vince Neil, I mean, I said like, hey, I wouldn't pay forty dollars to, to to do the water park to see it's too much to see Vince Neil, and I was gonna go almost go there for the train wreck, you know, but it's too much to spend even for a train wreck. Right. What did you say back to me when I texted you that? Uh, Someone along the lines of, I'd pay fifty bucks to see a shirtless Vince Neil in leather pants go down the water. <laughs> and I think that that's a great idea, but I think it'd be even better if they they actually set up the stage where that's how he makes a stage entrance. <laughs> Yes, they're on like a floating stage, <laughs> and he comes down, and it's like, but the the water slide is flaming behind him, <laughs> right. almost like Chipotle farts are burning out his ass. And he's holding, he's holding in each hand. No, he's got a microphone on one <laughs> hand and a double meat burrito on the other. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> oh my God! Just just all those things just. <laughs> that guy never stops supplying us with show material. We really should uh, send him a uh, some like a gift basket or something, or maybe a Chipotle gift. Used to send it. Ah, sweet, twenty five dollars at Chipotle. He gets there and he's like, "Yeah, I was told this was for double meat, though. What the fuck?" <laughs>
though he's not a he's not a music connoisseur. He's like he's, a couple, he's like two years older than me, and and he's just not a big music guy. And and, and but he knows. So he really wouldn't be interested. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he was like infant steel at a water park. It's like yeah, not really. You know, I don't really. I'm that deep in music. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so my point according to this is, he is, you know, he knows I have the show. He's listened to it. Uh, uh, he's actually listened to it like other people I know that don't. You know, I say, hey, I have this show. I have 80 episodes and music, and uh, no, nah, that's all right. I won't listen. You have that sometimes. You're like, seriously, you don't even hit play. I don't even bother when it comes to my right. friends. I don't either um, my sister has tuned in a few times. Um, Amy listens because she's in my car. Right. Uh, but yeah, I just, I don't know. It was the same thing with the band. If you want to come see it, great. You know, they know about it. If they're really right. interested, they'll fucking right. find it. I posted on Facebook. That's but yeah, that's, that's Lewis, we're not going to get to 30 million streams by the end of the year from our friends <laughs> no, listening. You know exactly. what I mean? I don't need them. I don't need them. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, but they can eight streams. They can go so to the hell. point being is that he doesn't listen to Spotify, but he listens to Pandora here and there. Um, the, mm-hmm. and, it, so he doesn't listen. He doesn't know exactly what we play on the show, but he knows it's hard rock. So he he goes, man. He goes, Pan, he goes. Do you play on your show? Since you say you, you feature new bands, do you play? Are you a fan of Five Finger Death Punch, Seether, and Avenged Sevenfold? Is what he asked me. <laughs> and I said that. And I said like, are you are you you're joking, right? And he's like, no. And I go, why? He goes, because those are the only like that and like two others are the only new artists that keep being thrown down my throat when I play like a Guns N' Roses playlist. Or whatever, like that. Those are their quote recommended bands, but it's like the same, like ten. He said, that, "Oh, I got." So that you. goes to my theory of that's why people don't discover new music because he's not. Yeah, that Pandora. Uh, bad. You know, like, really bad. I, I want something like this band. It, it's just garbage. Yep. I, honestly, I. It, it really, to me, more than the record sales going in the tank, it's that people use that that is disappointing to me. It's like pick what you want to fucking listen to. Well, don't let some fucking computer algorithm say, hey, people. Yeah, it's like you're on YouPorn. It's like, hey, someone who jerked off to this also jerked <laughs> off to that. Maybe you'd like to check that That's out. That's a great comparison. The, um, yes. But, but with that, that is how, like, through on the flip side, though, on Spotify, that's how I've discovered a lot of these bands that you have ended up liking. You know what I mean? Like, putting in as the kicker. Mm-hmm. It's just that most people use Pandora because they're lazy. But he goes, hey, have you ever heard of a band out of Tampa called Wolf Face? <laughs> that's it. No, I have not. That is right up there with crud as far as good band yeah, names. Go, no, I have not. And he goes, he goes, man, these guys are. Uh, I, I saw them randomly because uh, during the summer he has this extra time, and <laughs> he goes, he saw them. He goes, they dress like Michael J. Fox and Teen Wolf, all four of them. So they dress up all in the uh, you know kind of like the the uh, whatever. The, all right. Well, now I got to find out more about Wolf. Well, that's face. that's what I'm about to send you. And he goes, but but he goes, that doesn't matter. He goes, their music is fucking horrible, but their song titles are great. And they go, what? He goes, let's just pull them up on Spotify real quick. And the first name, the first song name, was called "Put Me in Put Me in Coach." Period. On second thought, go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> But that doesn't go into anything. So he goes, but there's more. And I go, oh, really? So we're driving, and, and he's, you know, he's showing me all these great song titles by this band. He goes, you need to watch this video. And he goes, I need to hear your reaction to this video that they made. And I go, okay. And so I'm going to – even though this isn't a visual show, we understand this is a podcast. This is not mm-hmm. a, a video podcast. You can paint pictures with your words, Baco. You're an excellent writer. You're an excellent orator, Okay. 
So I'm going to send you this link, and I need you to look to, to watch it just for a little bit, at least the first minute of this this thing, to see what your reaction is. Okay. And okay. I need you to describe what's going on to our audience in this, in this wolf face video. Here's. I'm looking forward to it. Nope. Oh, just got it. Oh, that's your little. What is that? Your text sound? That's, yeah, this means I got a text from Loose King. That's right. All right. So do I need the volume up? Uh, I actually would not even. Mm. <clears throat> the, 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 the song is so terrible. What? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, what's, I guess. Uh, uh, well, I saw a bunch of penises. Uh, uh, yeah, there's more penises. <laughs> now there's a penis in Lars Ulrich's okay, so mouth. This, this is set this up, though. So apparently Wolfface has an issue with Metallica. So what they've taken is they've taken the St. Anger video <laughs> and it completely, completely yeah, okay. opened yeah. it up with, with, with dicks. So just go. Oh, my God. This is great. <laughs> Uh, especially if you dislike Metallica. I think it's funny regardless, but uh, if you actually had a problem with Metallica, you might, like, this is the best video ever. <laughs> God, that's just a lot of penis, man. Just describe something. Just, oh, describe, Jesus just Christ. describe a little bit what's going on, though. Please. Well, there was, uh, um, I think it was either Robert or Kirk. I couldn't tell because I was too busy looking at the hand fondling the balls. <laughs> uh, <laughs> There's uh, some dick being blown all over uh, Lars's face a whole bunch of times. These are cartoon um, dicks. And then they're like the prisoners are walking around naked with their boners out. <laughs> and someone's jerking off on Hetfield. And, oh, my God. I don't know what that guy's injecting into his arm, but it's making his dick hard. And, yeah, they're all shapes, colors, and sizes of dicks. Kirk. <laughs> Kirk Hammond has breasts. <laughs> 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 Death to Wolf Posers is the name of the song. All right. Now there's a flying demon with a penis in Lars's mouth. Yeah, they, I mean they, they they position these things like Lars when he drums. He like he, he in the video he's like opening his mouth and every time he opens his mouth, a wad of cartoon sperm blasts into it. <laughs> this is the kind of description I'm looking for. Mother of all that is evil Her lips are poisonous venom Wicked dentress knows how to please Priestess voice kept down on your knees The right of the praying mantis the bones of the enchantress Spellbound searching through the night How the man surrenders the fight The fight One look in a lasting night Savage fear in you will rise 
why isn't that video more popular? I mean, that that is amazing. Um, I mean, is that something we could share on the Facebook page or not? Well, it's just on. It's, I mean, they're cartoon dicks, right? Is that okay? I, I, <laughs> I'm surprised YouTube has. I know. That's what I'm yeah. saying. Like, maybe that's why it keeps getting yanked. And that was. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> uh, that deserves a crack. Hey, by the way, cheers. Oh, you know what? Is it noon yet? Because that's close enough. Mm. Close enough. I'm. I'm. I'm, a, I'm it's like twelve fifty. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, uh, oh. You're on Minnesota time. It's, yeah. See, yeah, you're you're already. Is that your first or second? That's uh, my okay. second. All right. Yeah. Well, that means it. Listen, if it's past noon in uh, Minnesota, it's past noon here, right? Oh yeah. Yeah, it's twelve fifty. I was. You were the one who thought it was eleven thirty twenty minutes ago. <laughs> here we go. I'll set. All right. Cheers, buddy. I'll send you one of those uh, world clocks after the show is over. Oh, that'd be awesome. Yeah, so why don't we go into what the show is actually about, Baco? What do you say? I is it not about cartoon dicks? Well, it's definitely part of it. I mean, everything is fuel. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's get to yeah, the theme. Let's, let's do, do, it. It. Let's do and, it. And uh, it actually it was inspired. When we we're going through a lot of things because we have both had some things related to this in the last you know, month or two. And I saw you with a spectacular, very handsome and powerful T-shirt that you are now sporting. Why don't you describe the art? One of our new T-shirts. Thanks, Hob. Tank top. I'm sorry. Well, uh, a very uh, <laughs> tank top that you've made. Why don't you why don't you explain what this tank top's all about? Well, the front uh, has our, our, the new Cobras and Fire logo that you and I went back and forth mm-hmm. for a while to get finalized. Yep. And on the back it says, "Do I even know you, bro?" Question mark. Which uh, is in yeah, with a question mark. And what does that mean? So, and that goes. Well, that goes back. Well, we've decided that it means when we piss somebody off in in the rock world, but <laughs> it, it it was inspired by, uh, and I'm not even sure that that was exactly what it what it, uh, Mark Torian said or not. I just know when I first told you the story about him getting upset with me because he read the headline wrong, didn't actually read the article, uh, and then of course uh, the hilarious back and forth that ensued, bef- and where he eventually said he loved me. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, it was like, do I even know you, bro? And then of course you immediately, you know, because this is what Luce does. You came up with a shirt. I can't remember what was on the front. It was like something with the, the bullet boys and Cobras and fire. And on the back, it said, I, do I even know you, bro? Or maybe it said it on the front. That is exactly. I always love the idea. I thought it was a great catchphrase for the show. Uh, kind of like a branding mark, you know? Yeah. I mean, I mean, if you think about it, <clears throat> well, first off, that is exactly what he said. Cause I still remember you sent me the screenshot. Because okay. he was like, so okay. it's like some, some, you know, somebody says some shit that you don't like. You're like, who's this fucker? Do I even know you? You know what I mean? But do I even know you, bro? Mm-hmm. Which we love the bro, right? We, we, yes, take- yes. We're, uh, we, have, we have a bromance with the word bro. <laughs> I guess it's so ridiculous. And yeah, so it's kind of our, um, <laughs> it, it may be a, a trademark, kind of like that we, and, and we don't really do it, intent. we don't intentionally, unless we're roasting somebody, which we're doing that obviously not really to piss off, but to, to, to honor or whatever. Um, you know, we're doing it. Like when you do a review, when you did that Bullet Boys review, did you do it to troll him? No, right, I don't know. Right. Um, I, 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 was, I was actually surprised by his reaction because it was clear he didn't read the, the article, which is why it's so brilliant that I got the reaction. But because it was like a, he was upset with the headline that, that said like bullshit or bravado. And to me, that's an A or B thing. Like, well, should I find out what he said? I it, it was meant to like encourage somebody to click and read the the uh, the review, not 
react to it with prejudged misconceptions of how negative it is. Right. right. That, that's, um, and yeah. anything, and I, I more than reviewed the record, I actually defended him against some of the criticism he gets. <clears throat> right. So, so my whole thing is that that goes to the whole thing. Nobody reads the article. They read the headline. <laughs> they get all pissed off. And, and, yeah. and of all these things, all these situations that we're going to go into today have been sparked by either just legitimate critical thought right mm-hmm. um and and, yep. and and reviewing something or talking about something but none of them have been like <laughs> this may become a shock to you but we're not trolls like they're not anything that we've like done to try to just to, to i stand behind everything i write and i think uh, your comments that you make on the podcast you you don't really duck from right. I mean, I don't want to be around when you're talking about Phil and Salmo, but <laughs> other than that, great job, by the way. By the way, I, I, w- I was amazed. I think I finally connected the dots. Is that uh, who is the singer on that one? Cole Gar- Gary, uh, what's his name again? Oh, David Allen Coe. Is that yeah, what you're talking David about? Allen Coe. By the way, that's a really cool song. What's that album called? Rebel meets Rebel. Rebel meets Rebel. I think it's self-titled. I... Okay, and uh, but I, I finally figured out. I think that's that's Phil's dad. <laughs> Oh, could be. Yeah, he's a bit of a racist. Uh, <laughs> but going forward with this, so that's kind of our thing. Like, what's the uh, stay stay something and stay calm and whatever? What's the? Oh yeah, I said that to me that uh, like you know the chive. I didn't know. Do you know what the chive is? It's like a website, and a, now they have a podcast. But they for I, for years I saw like stickers or a meme or a, a t shirt that said you know, stay calm and chive on or something like that. And then that stay calm thing was started being used with a bunch of right. stuff. But I, I had no idea that it traced back to the chive. And, of course, they dug it up from something from, like, World War One. But uh, finding all that out years later, it just kind of clicked. And that's kind of what I, you know, uh, when we hit 30 million plays, people are going to go, oh, that's where Do I Even Know You Bro comes from because they're going to be seeing it Absolutely. Everywhere. You know, at concerts, oh, yeah. uh, water parks. <laughs> But the whole thing is, is that I until you told me that standing in line at Chipotle. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, I didn't even know that that was from the chive either. I just know that that's something that keeps being changed. Like I didn't know that was the yeah. source. So that's the whole thing is that we, you know, that may be our catchphrase because on whether we want to or not, we end up pissing off certain people. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, sometimes I can see it coming, like my Quiet Riot review. Uh, but you don't always actually expect them to read it and get back to you. But there's also people that take it right. You know, I mean, I won't get too... That's not the show theme, but I, I talked about how gross the beards of the guys in Slayer were. And their manager immediately called me when I didn't pick up the phone. She emailed me to tell me how much she loved the review and even commented on, like, I thought it was hilarious, your remark about gross beards. <laughs> there you go. So some people get right. it. You know what I mean? Like, I'm clearly not talking. I'm adding, I'm painting a picture, and I'm trying to make the, the review interesting for the reader and also share my opinion. You know, it shouldn't be like, uh, you know, this song good, that song not good, this one okay. And it, anybody can do that. I'm trying to, you know, like I said, paint a picture right. and, and give people something. So, yeah, if you have a sense of humor, great. If you not, then don't read my reviews. But-
get right into it or you want to mention a little bit about the expo first what do you what do you, th- what do you think let's talk about the expo real quick uh one of the things that i was uh talking to you about just a minute ago was that uh we tend to be a little vague on details mm-hmm. so i thought did i say vague right that time well, or you, you say it right every time just like you do with a uh, uh, david laroth <laughs> laroth mm-hmm. david laroth all right uh well anyway the first national let's just get into it because you and i are both going to be there it's it's been confirmed for many episodes of cobras and fire we're really looking forward to it i also want to because i I meant to specifically uh mention that our boy joey from rock strikes 10 is going to be there and i uh, was remiss to do that on the uh asshole radio so he's one of the many uh podcasts we hope to uh catch up with meet and, and spend a lot of time with as well as the people that come but it is the first annual Nashville Rock and Pod Expo, Saturday, October 26, 2017, at Music Valley Event Center in Nashville, Tennessee. I believe admission is 10 bucks, and $10 gets you five minutes with me and five <laughs> minutes with Lewis. No more! So, 
No, that's it. <laughs> now, anybody uh, that uh, actually would give a crap to talk to us, we are going to be available, obviously. Uh, we, we, we are, we're not bringing security this no, time. No, so. and, and also, uh, it's near, basically it's near Opryland. If you are in around the Nashville area, that's, that's the zone where this Music Valley Center is. So please, if you happen okay. to be around there or make an excuse to get out there for the, for the weekend, there's tons of other stuff to do too. So you can, uh, maybe at least go, you know, do a family thing and then escape for a couple hours and do this. Remember fam, we are more important than family. Always remember that. Yes. yes okay. Of course. Yes. NashvilleRockandPod.com. Anything else you want to say about just the general overview? I should probably give out Sinzak's cell number if, in case anybody has questions. <laughs> yeah, you need to, that's what he needs. There's more more drama. Oh uh, uh, yeah, he is. Uh, he's he's holding up pretty well, if you ask me. He's had a lot I going think so. on. And, 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 but but it's, it's it's like even ramping up to this, they're they're still. I'm not. And please jump in if there's anything you, you forgot to mention. But you know, still more and more special guests continue to be added up to, up to almost the day of the event. Right? Mm-hmm. Like yesterday. I mean, I just pulled up the Nashville Rock and Pod Expo page, and I saw that Hillary Clinton is going to be at the <laughs> at, at the expo. I mean, you know, you don't no, no, you don't even read the headline; you just look at the picture. <laughs> what do you mean? That's not Hillary Clinton. That's uh, that's um, I think it's uh, Kate plus eight, the mom. Oh, it's Kate plus eight. Mm-hmm. Oh wait, wait. Uh, it says here it's Gunnar Nelson of Nelson. <laughs> My God! I mean, look, this guy. As soon as I heard he was announced, I was like, "Wow, he's going to bring some, some, some hot ladies to it and all this stuff." And I looked at it and I was like, "Why does he look like somebody that would be more apt to ask for a manager than another?" Does he know no chicks are going to be there? <laughs> <laughs> he should probably get that. Did <laughs> like someone like? Yeah, does he think this is going to be like? Uh, I don't know. Uh, what do you, there's at least a 40% chance that he shows up in yoga pants, don't you think? <laughs> I think so. It is a very unique picture. I mean, there's a, I don't know that, were they like Ozzy and Harriet's kids or something? What was the deal with that? I forget what it was. Yeah, yes, yeah, Ozzy and Harriet's kids. Uh, that's about as much as I know about those guys, except there was two of them, and I guess we're only getting the gunner. Is that right? Yeah, we're not getting, uh, Matthew's the other one's name. Okay. all right. Hey, I got that's a fact. Yeah, and there's another one. I think it's uh, Every Dad's Wet Dream or something like that. What's the What's the name of the band? <laughs> I'm pretty sure you're talking about Every Mother's yes, yes. Nightmare. Is it Rick Rule? Rick Roll? Rick Roll is going to be there? Uh, Rick Roll. Rick Rule. You know the rules and so Anybody else of note? I have a few other ones here, but do you have any that you want to mention? Too? You go ahead and hit yours, and then yeah. we'll get into uh, "Do I Even Know You, Bro?" Yeah, I mean, you've got the the uh, the uh, a couple artists there. There's the artist that covered the debut album from Trickster. He's going to be there. I'm not sure if you knew that. <laughs> do you know his name? Yeah. I had to look it up. Steve. Yeah, no, it's it's not Steve. It was a good guess, <laughs> it's um, not. but it's uh, it's Lee uh, Lee King Snatch. Have you have you heard of him? 
<laughs> no. Oh. Oh my God. And then the, <laughs> you've got. Uh, we are going to do the punching booth still. Uh, well, let's call it a slapping booth. Don't you think it's more appropriate to slap somebody who's smug, not punch them? It is, except when it's Andrew WK. And Andrew WK is going to be there. Party, 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 party. Absolutely. Party. He's going to recreate that cover. You just keep punching him in the face um, at our at our <laughs> booth for all your things that you're angry about us about until it completely looks like that. He's that stepping album. in for us. Nice. That's what I'm saying. He's just going to blow. My face appreciates that. Thank you, Andrew WK. <laughs> Needed the work. So what else? Anybody else? <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure Steve is going to be there, even though that wasn't the one guy's name. So. <laughs> it would be good if he just had an announcement. It just goes, new special guest. This is Steve. That's no, <laughs> there's, no, there's no picture. There's it's no, like an onion photo, like just some stock photo of like <laughs> a guy with a weird mustache and a Camaro. <laughs> Hey, how many Camaros are going to be in the parking lot of this thing? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it might be a lot. It is going to be a heavy metal parking lot, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, uh, if uh, anybody from uh, the, has a time machine and wants to come uh, from my high school, there'll be a lot of Monte Carlos in there. <laughs> Those are the best, right? Monte Carlo is yeah. like, it's like, am I a truck? Am I a car? What am I? I don't know. Oh, you're thinking of the El Camino. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, the El Camino. I, I forgot. Uh, the, yeah, the Monte Carlo. 10% of all vehicles in, in Owatonna, Minnesota in 1988 were all uh, mid late 70s, early 80s Monte Carlos. <laughs> Is that an actual stat? Yes, I uh, I made that statistic up, and it's 100% accurate. <laughs> yeah, Baco. So why don't we just get into this since we've been meandering for quite a while? Yes, yes. Um, well, the most recent uh, bro example of me... Uh, pissing off somebody that uh didn't know me bro Mm -hmm. was quiet riot uh they they have a new record out i think it came out yeah it's already out uh it's called road rage and it has oh appropriate enough yeah i guess uh i don't know if you know much about this Uh, i know they leaked a couple tracks ahead of it that were just compare complete shit and when i heard them i'm not gonna lie i i immediately messaged uh meister and said if anybody's if nobody's called it, I'd like to review this record. <laughs> All right. So this would be one of them that you intentionally, you actually knew it was going to be bad for the most part. I was pretty sure pretty based sure. on the two tracks that were, that were leaked. Uh, n- no, I've been wrong before. I was surprised at that bullet boys record. For instance, I thought there was absolutely no chance. It was going to be anything but a pile of shit. And it was amazing. Correct. I, but, yeah. uh, this, uh, <laughs> this record, it, they got like uh, a guy who came in fourth place on American Idol at one of the seasons named James Durbin singing. And it's Is it? uh, Justin, Justin Bieber would have been a more manly voice for this band. It, it, <laughs> it, it doesn't fit for one, but whatever. I like, I, Frankie Benali always acts like Quiet Riot's like this sacred cow. Like, you know, it was really important to him to get uh, Kevin DeBro's mother's permission. You know, it's like that New York Italian thing. It's like she she's fully supports me on this. She says Kevin would want me to do this. Who gives a fuck? You have two songs. Just find somebody to sing them and go play. I don't care. Right. Right. Who does? I mean, I've never once met a big Quiet Riot fan. Have you? No, you, well, you, you mentioned that if you have, he's the loneliest person in the room. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, uh, I, the interview, the, the review went up. Uh, it was, uh, of course, snarky and sarcastic, and I did not like the record. And uh, there was an anonymous post from a member of Quiet Riot, I'm quite sure. <laughs> yeah, if you're ready, I got it in front of you. Go ahead, read, read it. 
It just simply says, this is one of the most biased, unprofessional reviews I have ever read. And then he's, he's here's some other reviews of this album by actual professionals. And then he's got <laughs> one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight links to other reviews. And I would... I'm going to confess, I went down the rabbit hole and I, I clicked all eight links and read them. The first one, uh, the person incorrectly calls Frankie Benali, Frankie Denali. Uh, the, 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 the professional reviewer calls does not get the only member of the band that matters name mm-hmm. right. Sure. And the next six are all dead links. The uh, reviews are not there. And the last one, I can't remember too much about it. It was basically just, you know, uh, a quite right dick suck by something called the HellionRocks.com. Oh, that one, I went to to their other reviews page, and of the eight or nine reviews right on there, they all got tens, including the Quiet Riot record. Ten out of ten, people. These professionals like ten out of ten on every record they review. Oh, and and that first review, I should also point out that they only heard the two songs that I talked about that were leaked. They wrote the review without hearing the record. They're so fucking professional. So go fuck yourself, Frankie, or somebody else, whoever it was. Uh, you know, I, I, of course I'm biased. Everybody is, you fucking dumbass. It's a review. It's an opinion. Don't take it so hard. Don't comment, that's for sure. But there's my yeah. thoughts on that. Yeah, that's it, it, well. I just think it's amazing that, that that this shows you know, with all the information out there, it also has made the world smaller. Where if you want to, you know what I mean, you mm-hmm. can find out in everything about what anybody is talking about you at all times. You set up your Google alerts, so if there's you know quite right review, this this guy is immediately whoever he may be, um, pounce on it. <laughs> but 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 just just. From what you told me, that, that he actually offered six dead links in between two bullshit sites. And this is the problem, too, is that, you know, too bad that you're... Six pissed. dead links written by professionals. Yes. Real professionals. Real, actual professionals, sorry. Dead professionals. And yeah. it, 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 it just goes to this. This is what, what irritates me, is that when I am interested as a music fan, when you're interested in an album coming out from a band... You go and search, and you do end up with these bullshit reviews a lot of times. You have to go deep to find somebody that actually has sat down and listened to it. Whether you like the album or not, you actually did listen to it. Correct, Baco? Correct. Okay, the whole thing. Okay. You listened to the whole thing. You're, actually, three or four times. You listened to it. You know, It was a band. Maybe you liked some of their stuff in the past and everything like that. You, you, you want these things to be good, just like, like the, the Bullet Boys or anything like that. But, mm-hmm. but, but what sucks is that whole thing is that like those ones is there's it's hard to find a real review out there sometimes for albums. Yes. I've I've had yeah, this. Yeah, especially by some of these smaller sites right. because they're more worried about getting an interview or a press pass or you know, I mean, there's a pretty good chance because of this review Frankie Benali will never be on Decibel Geek uh the podcast or ours. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And you know, God bless the powers at Decibel Geek. They I mean, I know Meister reads all this stuff. He could say nope. Right, but they've they've never censored me once. Yes, I'm glad they haven't. But uh, yeah, w- one more example there. Did that pretty much end there, or is that it? Is that it from there? Well, there's a lot of comments on both the Facebook page and a few more on this one uh, on the actual review page, and it was largely supportive of me. So thank you for that. Some people probably took it a little too far too. I don't think you need to name call anybody. Uh, they is other than calling me biased and unprofessional. It's not like they. 
they they took cheap shots at me or anything like that, so I, I, it didn't bother me that much. It's, right. it's you know, other than you know, it, it's pretty easy to find me if you want to, and I, my emails on on every review I do, I'm easy to find on Facebook. You're gonna comment anonymously, you know. Again, go fuck yourself, Frankie, or whoever you are. <laughs> so what? So coward. So with that said, what Quiet Riot song do you want to feature on the new album? From the new album. <laughs> well, they're all equally good. Well, what we could so, do is we could play one, and we could just tell our audience to imagine that that uh, that wolf face video at the same time. Yes, that's yeah. Actually, uh, it would if maybe if if every <laughs> every song on this new record was accompanied by that video, it would be <laughs> a much better listen. <laughs> Uh, just I need cartoon dicks to to get through this fucking pile of shit. I'll kill you right there. It's the little things. It's just the little things. Oh, it's the little things. It's just the little things. Yeah, it's the little things. It drives me wild. So there you go, Lewis. That's uh, my most recent experience of dealing with uh, do I even know you, bro, in the rock world of uh, uh, butthurt musicians. Uh, what, 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 what do you got for us in the avenue of, uh, I don't know, 
crybabies. <laughs> well, mine has to do with a questionable business decision and also an example of why you should always, always take a screenshot when somebody acts a fool. Um, mm. Yeah, because I do not have the backup for this story because it's gone. Is it? It's something I learned on Facebook too about the whole hierarchy of if you reply to something and the person that deletes the comment deletes the comment, then you reply, everything goes away. Did you know that? I do. Okay, did not because I've never. Anyway, so here's the thing. Um, in short, t- uh, I am I am in need of t-shirts. I'm in I'm in need of love, like Ace, but I'm also in need of t-shirts. Okay. Well, a, a quick question on that: Are you wearing Josh Toomey's right now? Because he's he's upset that he hasn't received his yet. <laughs> so he's texting you that he's upset he hasn't got it. Uh, we had a side conversation about it. Well, if you're listening, Josh, I was planning on bringing it to the show with me, as, as well as uh, Joey's and about five others. But if you'd like, I can send it directly to you. That is not uh, a problem. I do at all. think he's fine with that. He just didn't know. Uh, that was not the main topic of our conversation. <laughs> I have I, I, I've purchased a, a Talk To Me t-shirt. By the way, you can go on Amazon. He, that's how it started. He told me that. Oh, that was great. Oh, my God. Anyway, so we have uh, – he he did send me some of his stickers. They're in my beer fridge, which is being filled up by podcasts and breweries. I got one on my laptop. Yeah, they're nice. Um, yeah. Great logo, by the way. I also – so that's the whole thing. I'm, I'm, into, I, I, I'm like, if I'm going to get new t-shirts, I want t-shirts that – that I want to support bands that I like. Finally. Can I guess what the problem is? Go ahead. The two most common sizes are always sold out. Or they're all sold out. Like they'll have them listed. Oh. Like, like, <laughs> yeah, I see that too. Okay. So but it's like, yeah, as long as you wear a medium, triple X, or a small, you can find anything you need. Right. But it's and it's not just a temporary thing. Like let's say there's 10 bands that I went down uh, looking for T-shirts one day. I'm like, okay, I'm going to spend – I know I'm going to spend 25 to 30 with your shipping and all this stuff like that. So I start going to these sites, going everywhere for it, and none of them. All these bands that I like, a lot of these bands that we feature on the show, I couldn't find anything. And it wasn't that. It was that there was tons that were sold out. And this wasn't just now. Like I sometimes I just like randomly a couple of months later I'll say, okay, I'm gonna look again. They got they got having it now, right? You know that. Yeah. And they still don't have it. So my point is, is all I did is I made a post that said, hey, here's all these sites, and I tagged the bands I went to. I wanted to spend money at your stores. Unfortunately, this has been going on for like a year. Let your merch person know. Is that cool? Do you get my summary? Yeah, it sounds like, hey, you're losing out on money. You should have these available. Yeah, large XL or at least You'll make money. in stock. Like, like I, we want to support bands. We know this is how you make money on your merch. Understand? Understand. One of the bands that I did was I tagged the Biters. I just, you know, you know, so they get a little alert that they've been mentioned somewhere on Facebook. And... It was it, this was like on a Saturday or a Sunday morning or something like that, but <clears throat> within 20 minutes I get a little alert and it says you have a message from from Tuck, the lead singer of the Biters. Hmm. And so I go on there and it says basically, you know, there's a lot of problems in the world. The fact that you're tagging us publicly about the fact that you can't find the right size of T-shirt when there's so many other problems in the world is ridiculous. Everybody is pampered these days. They're spoiled. They're, they're all these kind of things, you know, uh, you know, I, and then it said, I run the merch store and your facts are not correct. There are plenty of shirts available in different sizes and 
this, that, and the other, and, and just basically went off. And I wish, really wish I had, because I don't really want to paraphrase it. You know what I mean? But, right. but that was essentially the gist of it. And I got it, and I and I replied, well, first off, what would be your reaction be to that? And I'll kind of give you what my reply back was. Not the point. I mean, uh, well, first of all, it, it didn't sound like he was accurate that the, the shirts you were looking for were available in the sizes you needed. But your point wasn't specific to one band. It's just like, hey, you know, we're trying to uh, – help you out here and i don't know it just seems like it's off base right i'm just basically saying hey there are i guarantee i'm not the only person that wants to do this is my point you know um and it's frustrating right yeah it wasn't just you to one band no it was and you weren't calling anybody out nope but, and everything like that so i responded back and said like you know first off uh you know we've seen you live like the the fact bastard just saw the biters live in like indie um you know, uh, we I rated the Biters what my number one album of two years ago. You know, yeah, I mean? something like that. Something like that. Pure Never rock. Was. We mentioned them, Wildlife. You know, this part of our new breed of like pure rock. Definitely bands. in the group. Yeah, definitely in the group and everything like that. And I just basically complimented him and said, "I'm just letting you know these are the things." He goes, "It's unfortunate they don't have this." And you know, rock on. Hopefully, you guys are successful in the future. Done. Well, after that post was done, I don't know if he just had second thoughts. It was it, it just disappeared. But my point is this, if you are, this is where it comes down to bands as a business. Take the whole band thing out of it. Let's just say I went to a store. If I told somebody that was, that said, I'm in charge of this store, you would not say, Hey, by the way, fuck you for trying to spend money in my store. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Anyway, this is not a merch 101, uh, stocking conversation. I, this just goes down to the fact that this is the problem. Some, uh, a lot of times with, this music industry right now is that people will have their hands in too many things. They are great artists. They're great mm-hmm. at making music. They're great at performing and all they, this stuff like they that. They shouldn't but, run a retail store.
of course, another lovely track by the Biters there for everybody to enjoy. Go out and see them and buy a T-shirt if you can. Then they might not have your size. Uh, yeah, you know what? You think they would just go? We really appreciate you being a fan. Uh, what were you looking for? Maybe we can help you out. Something like that. Yeah. You know. Uh, look, I get it. You know, I mean, they have a lot of things they got going on, but you don't have to kind of snipe at somebody when, especially, your point was in favor of them. You know, my point was that I wanted to give them note. This is one of the few avenues that bands can make money besides ticket sales, and I wanted to do, to do that. Correct. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, what's up? What's up, bro? Hey, bro. Um, <laughs> I want to actually dig a little bit into what I consider a person that I consider to be the biggest troll on the internet, and that is Michael Sweet. We were talking about whether or not you and I are trolls. Uh, Michael Sweet from Striper <laughs> is a fucking troll, man. See, I didn't even know that. That uh, okay? So, so he, he actually is messing around with people online all the time. I, I was not aware of this. Continue. Yeah, he. Well, uh, it, this goes back. I mean, he was interviewed by Eddie Trunk, and then him and Sebastian Bach got into a back and forth because he said that Sebastian should hire him to produce his record, and that uh, somebody actually asked him if he could. And then Sebastian's like, I have never asked you to do anything. Why don't you shut your mouth or something? And uh, So what you're saying is in that story, in that story, Sebastian overreacted. <laughs> he probably did. I wow. think Sebastian took offense to Michael Sweet saying the record suffered because he didn't take the gig. Oh, but yeah, so recently, though, uh, I don't know. And, and now maybe there's a real beef here, but this seems like a really shitty way to handle it. Apparently, the bass players, he may or may not be out of the band. All I know is they removed his image from everything on the website. But okay. sh- but before that, they haven't made an official announcement to my knowledge, but I- I'm not exactly connected to the Striper camp. So, <laughs> But before that, <laughs> Michael Sweet. Not even by prayer? Not even by, <laughs> not even by prayer. Uh, Michael Sweet, <laughs> God bless him, uh, li- was... Listed on his Facebook page, his his favorite bass players of all time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he didn't list five. He didn't list 10 or even 20. He listed 22. <laughs> and in that list of 22, there was one notable omission, and that was the bass player from Striper. Oh, I thought you were going to say Toomey. Oh, yeah. No, Toomey made it, yeah. He didn't have in any particular order. So, of course, you know, knowing that what he was doing, okay, that's where I'm going with this. He knew damn well people who were fans of his would go, hey, how come you don't have Tim Gaines on there? Yeah. And, of course, he comes back. And the best is that, like, how, how he responded was like, the, this, the reason is simple. I didn't grow up listening to Tim, and I still don't. I don't listen to Striper Records. These are the people I grew up listening to. I was asked to do this because I did a list of my favorite guitar players and favorite drummers, so I did my favorite bass players, too. Guess who's on both the favorite guitar player and the favorite drummer list? (laughs) Uh, The Striper guitar player and the Striper drummer. He knows what he's doing. (laughs) I got to tell you, this sounds like something, actually, it would be surprising if another year that Paul Stanley makes a list like this. It doesn't leave Gene on there. Oh my God, that would oh, that'd be great. You wouldn't. Uh, I don't know that he wouldn't engage the uh, the people back though. Yeah, he would so, just so let go, them comment. So how did you get? Did you get in the middle of something with him then? Uh, no, this is unrelated to to what I. Yeah, I did, but not not on that. Do you remember just a little bit back where Johnny Depp uh, got a got in a little bit of hot water because he made uh, 
actor killing a president joke and, you know, obviously a reference to John Wilkes Booth and Abraham Lincoln. And, you know, I suppose he would be the John Wilkes Booth and Trump would be Abraham Lincoln in, in this scenario. But, it, you know, people lost their shit and all this stuff. Do you recall that? Was this when he was like sitting on top of a car at Coachella or uh... <laughs> something weird, something weird like that? And he was wearing way too many fabrics. Yeah, definitely too many fabrics for that temperature that day. But but yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, mm-hmm. sure. Okay. Yeah, well, th- it had to do with that. Michael Sweet went on Facebook and said there should be repercussions for people who make statements like this. He had this whole outrageous thing, but it was the repercussions part that I I focused on because it clearly was not a threat. And by the way, the social Sec- or the social security, the Secret Service did investigate it, which they, of course, they do. They do all that stuff for every president when when this kind of off-the-cuff comedic kind of cheap shots. Look, in poor taste, you know, I guess I would probably think so. I mean, but it was clearly an off-the-cuff joke. If you didn't think it was funny, then it's just a bad attempt at humor. But the idea that there should be repercussions because... And, and a musician of all people. And that was what I said in my comments. Like, Michael, you of all people should understand how important free speech is, is in this country. You may disagree with it, but you're not saying you disagree with it and you think this is disgusting. You're saying he should pay a price. Wait, wait, and okay. that, that, so, that, so I understand this. You've decided to engage him on his, his page, right? Yes. This discussion? Yes. Okay. Right. You know, and I'm like one of 130 comments, so what are the odds that he sees me in comments? But apparently right. they're fairly high. Uh, Go ahead. Uh, yeah, so a valid, he, a valid, a valid, you know, re, you know, a valid reply, a valid comment, you know, free speech. Go ahead. Yeah, I mean, he's a musician. You know what I mean? Right. And not only that, but like, it's also tied free speech and freedom of religion pretty much go hand in hand. Yeah. I mean, these things exist for a reason. And and to be someone who claims to be so religious and and someone who's a musician, an artist, the fact that he just so haphazardly just tossed free speech aside. Uh, to score some political points with a bunch of rednecks seemed, uh, I don't know, disingenuous at the least, right? So, of course, he... Well, yeah, because that's redneck smack, not yellow and black attack. <laughs> yes, exactly. hey Oh, but you talked about getting screenshots. Uh, I uh, I took a screenshot of uh, of his edit to his post. It really didn't change it too much, but he's like... Ba- Basically, he said, man, Jason, you are incredibly observant and so smart. Unfortunately, you're just off a little. You'll never get me, buddy. What does that mean? I don't know. But uh, and about an hour later, he posted a video of him with some kind of like weird uh, uh, Instagram or Snapchat filter where okay. he was pretending to be Johnny. De- oh, it was Johnny Depp's face and his lips. And he was promoting the new Sweet and Lynch record. So apparently he wasn't that offended by Depp's comments. Is that Again. what you sent me? This was a couple months ago, wasn't it? Yeah, about a month ago. <laughs> I was like, what is he sending me? Okay, yeah, yeah. He had like the Johnny Depp face and then he was, has like lips like those little hey, silly. Hey, I'm Johnny yeah. Depp and the right. new Sweet and Lynch comes out in October. <laughs> well, hello, everyone. Very good to see you. It's <laughs> Keith Richards from the Rolling Stones. That's right. And by the way, That's it's right, a picture mate. of Johnny Depp. Yes, of course it is. Listen to me when I tell you that there's an album coming out, a bloody fine album that's coming out in early November. 
one of the best bloody rock albums I've ever heard in my life. And I've heard many and I've played on many. But this one takes the prize. You're going to love it. Trust me on that, mate. Sweet Lynch, early November Frontiers. Bye bye. <laughs> Uh, it's like maybe he doesn't know that's not Johnny Depp in the picture he's using. Uh, maybe he's not a complete hypocrite, but yeah, he's got a picture of Johnny Depp and he's like, "Oh, I'm Keith Richards." Yeah. Well, I think Keith Richards was in one of the movies. Sure. It's, yeah, but this is not Keith Richards in this picture. Right, yeah. Right. No, I know. And, and he's basing yeah. he bases the character on Keith Richards, but I get it. I but get it's it. not a picture of Johnny Depp from Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> it's a picture of Johnny Depp walking out of the Viper Room. If anything. It, uh, I'll tell you what. It doesn't matter what what kind of disagreements we have with my, Michael Sweet. All we want him to do is do that, do that impression in front of us when we go see him at a concert. Uh, what do you think? <laughs> It'd be more entertaining than a striper set. <laughs> oh yeah, you told me that. But but like yeah, that was a good. But I did like I like that Michael uh, uh, Lynch and Sweet and Sweet Lynch and whatever. What was it yeah, I'm looking forward to the record. You know, I can uh, I can set aside uh, his troll. Uh, uh, sensibilities long enough to listen to a record. I really, I really, really dug the first album they did. So,
And here's the thing: is, is, is our listeners, you, I think, besides the other ridiculousness of the show in a word that you hate, is the fact that we actually, you know, we we make a reputation, Baco and I, on being honest and unmerciful. What do you think? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fair. I would say that we're like the Byron Allen of of podcasters. <laughs> wouldn't you say? I I when I'm trying to explain the show to people, that's exactly how I do it. Yeah, it's like Cobras and Fire, Byron and Allen, right? Yes. You get the guests on, you ask the hard-hitting questions, you really go one-on-one with them, wouldn't you say? Well, yeah, I mean, I like to talk about testicles and uh, erections, <laughs> the things the fans want to know. Absolutely. And, you know, so let's go on to the to, to the next thing. I mean, that's when you when you hear our voices, the the sweet tones Yes. You know, you know you're being told the truth, our honest opinion, and that's important. Yeah, yeah I, the truth maybe not so much because that kind of ties into facts, and that's a bit of a weak area for us. But, <laughs> at least we believe what we say to, to be our – we stand behind it. There you go. So speaking of standing behind things, why don't you uh, tell me a little bit more of oh, – this will actually be the first time I've really heard this story at the same time as our listeners will be – Hearing it, and that's something that you mentioned just in passing when I came up with the idea of this, or we were discussing episodes, and, and maybe this would fit in. Are you talking about Ace Frehley's girlfriend having a bit of a nutty over my review of Origins <laughs> Volume One? Yeah, that. Well, I'm I never a very knew this. active Twitter guy, so I didn't know about this until Sinzak informed me. And I wish I, I, I tried to find the tweets. You know, it's about a year ago, so I, I, I just I couldn't even find her on Twitter. So maybe she she checked out. But yeah, suffice it to say, she took offense to some of the the comments I made let, on it. Let, let me just let me just ask you something real quick. Are you a Kiss fan? Oh yeah. Are you an Ace Frehley fan? Absolutely. Is Volume One good? No, it's uh, no, it's not. No, I haven't even opened it. <laughs> oh, you listened to the the digital version. You bought the the vinyl, but you never. Of course, I always buy everything right. for the collection. Right. You know what I mean? But uh, sickness. Yeah, sickness. I, I, I've Big never sickness. bothered opening it. Horrible sickness. Never once felt like I wanted to hear it again. Terrible sickness. Terrible. <laughs> you have to buy everything when you even know it's bad. You know, right? I, I, you know, I was thinking about this, Luce, and, and, and just how dismissive you are with everything that, like, because I only know you AF, I, after fire, right? I don't know the, the BF, Luce, the before fire. So I don't uh-huh. know if this is something that you've kind of carried with your whole life or if that really was that traumatic. Because, like, how often do you message me or text Oh, wait, me? wait, wait, wait. Are you talking about the Cobras and Fire or the actual fire that burned down my house when I was a kid? The fire that burned down your house. Oh, because that's confusing. And how, was... how, well, I know I'm taking a bit of a tangent, but that's what we're doing here. And, and frankly, I think you need to hear this. Okay, go ahead, sir. Okay. How often do you message me and say, hey, can you send me that list of whatever you wrote a while ago? And then it's like, sure, I'll just scroll back in the same message that I'm reading. I'll cut and paste it for you. So do you just did, like immediately destroy every text and every message thread on Facebook? <laughs> every email is automatically deleted. Like you just you 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 use everything once and destroy. You know, you hear something. It's like a, a Mission Impossible tape, and you just. <laughs> Well, I can tell you this. Can you much. send that my, to me again? Because I can't. Yeah. My scroll back button doesn't work. Baco, uh, my my computer has a total of uh, one gig on it. Okay, I I, <laughs> I, I, I delete everything. I, I have a thousand gigs. I just want to make sure I have that. My phone has one contact. Okay, 
And it's you. So realize you fucking survived. Okay, okay. yes. I, I just think, you know, I'm only a hoarder by comparison to you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, everything should be used once and throw it away. You per- except you except for my everything. children and my wife. Yeah. You're just a, a, a constant state of purge. Purge it! <laughs> fucking get rid of it! Listen, listen. If, if, if you come to dinner at my house, I'm, I'm throwing away your plate before you're done. I'm like that, I'm like that waiter. <laughs> goes by and takes your food away. When you're not, like, come on, uh, get me done with that, man. Come on, I got a couple bites left. Uh, remind me not to eat with you in Nashville. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. And by the way, we still have... Hey, can I get you another beer? I'm still drinking... No, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> but continue, please. That was a good... I like that tangent. That's good. I'll, uh, I'll think about more yes. of my weekly therapy. <laughs> Well, I'm happy I'm there for you. I'm glad that I have everything that you'll ever need. So you can, I can be like your resource. I'm like your your personal cloud. That's right. <laughs> Whatever. I, I really don't remember the, the, the specifics, but it was all pretty juvenile, to be honest with you. Uh, she the, the things that she took umbrage with I weren't even well, like the harshest criticism. Is this his Ace's girlfriend or something? Yeah, Ace is really his girlfriend. You know. I don't even think Ace knows how to operate Twitter or social media or anything like that. As smart as he likes to tell everybody he is, I think he's a—he's technologically like my dad. Yeah, he's—he's he's, he's definitely a, on top of technology as he always likes to be. He likes—he wants to go to space. Did you know that? Mm, yeah, yeah, I did hear that. And uh, did you know that he influenced a lot of people to play guitar? He, I he mentions so. that every now and then. So. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, so you don't have any real dirt on that one. I'm not even sure. No, I'm sorry, work. I couldn't find the tweets. Maybe Sinzak can. Uh, uh, dig them up and send them to you, and then you can throw them away. <laughs> you can immediately delete. <laughs> anyway, that's pretty good. I like that. The actual, the actual part about you ripping on my uh, my purging issue was was more interesting than the story itself. Ah, <laughs> uh, I've been meaning to talk to you about this. For me. <laughs> oh, so what do you want to talk? Isn't there something called like uh, you want to do a track from Metallica off of Binge and Purge, the live album? What, what, what do you want to do? <laughs> Well, definitely nothing off of Origins Volume One. <laughs> oh, pick of- it! You, you know, loose whatever you want to play. All this this entire episode, I don't care what you play. Just play something. Exactly. Here's here's a song that I'm going to play that Baco doesn't know uh, that I'm going to play, or 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 I. I have no idea what it is because this episode was done purely on the fly because we are honest, unmerciful, and Byron Allen. Everybody shut up. right through. 
episode is people are too sensitive and all we're doing is, is offering critique just like anybody else having a conversation and people get their all their uh their pain is a bunch or whatever like that Who you know I, real quick ahead. on that though yeah. we should note that most of the bands that we interact with do not act this way most nope. of them get it most of them love the support they they give it back if it's a little dishy or dicey uh, if you've heard any of my interviews with the guy, uh, Chad from uh, Wilson, or either one of the McCoy brothers, you could see that they had more laughs than, you know, any negativity or anything like that. You know, they, they might have hesitated on going down a road of talking shit about somebody they might have to run into in their business, but that's understandable. But, they, you know, our, our interactions for the large part are positive. Oh, absolutely. And that's the whole thing is we don't want to just be the uh, what's your favorite track on the new album and, mm-hmm. you know, what are you going to well, add to the Well, podcasting really isn't about that. It's about getting other stuff, stuff you Ex- can't get, you know. Right. Well, most podcasts. So most. the Most. Uh, and, and going – and that's why I want to just give Was compliments. that a shot at the Canadian Geeks chat metal? Because I've been meaning to talk about that. <laughs> no, it's not a shot at that. <laughs> By the way, uh, well, you what know. Those, what are you saying? Huh? <laughs> Very angry. Who's no, that? Uh, yeah, uh, it's a good show so far. But listen, yeah, no, it's fun. Uh, Check it out. Check out uh, Canadian Geeks Chat Metal. The, the most hard thing I, I can tell you this much: I've listened to that show multiple times. I still can't remember the fucking name of that show. I, I, I type in, I'm like, is it CGTM drinking beers? Or there's too many letters for me. 
All I know is that's one of the 90 podcasts that Sonny Pooney paid to be on. Oh my god! Uh, like the only ones, like should we feel left out? Like I think we should. The only VIP package he didn't take part of for the Nashville Rocket Pod Expo was ours. I I, I feel bad. We should we should wear a scarlet uh, a scarlet letter or something yeah. like that of some type. A scarlet oh, P. Yes. <laughs> oh, Sunny Pony. Podcasters in general, we do this for the love. We don't do it for the money. You know, we do it to get know, away we, from the family. We do. <laughs> yes. We do it to spend more time in basements. <laughs> yes. By the way, our own basements, not our parents. That's correct. Paid. Nick Simmons. Oh yeah. But anyway, <laughs> so we did a roast where we just put people's. Uh, you know, we're, we're pretty rough, and uh, but rough out of love for the most part, mm-hmm. and <laughs> but but nobody reacted in the way that any of the people that we've mentioned on this this episode reacted no and the closest we got was uh one particular podcast acting like it was never ever done (laughs) yes correct it's ignoring us for the most part but the the rest of them all reacted the way that we we wanted them to yeah we got a lot of shit back for that so thanks to all of them should we put a bow on this loose oh yeah rock's not dead it's trolling and you found it. In the comments section on Michael Sweet's personal Facebook page. Booyah! Oh, well. Hello, everyone. Bloody good to see you. It's Keith Richards from the Rolling Stones. That's right. That's right, mate. Yes, of course it is. Listen to me when I tell you that... There's an album coming out, a bloody fine album that's coming out in early November. One of the best bloody rock albums I've ever heard in my life, and I've heard many and I've played on many. But this one takes the prize. You're gonna love it. Trust me on that, mate. Sweet and Lynch, early November Frontiers. Bye bye.
It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. 